0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a bonus episode of the It Doesn't Matter What Your Podcast is called podcast. BJ Cruz here with my tag team partner, the guy who actually pitched the idea of Kofi Kingston losing the world title in five seconds, the incomparable (laughs) Jeremy Loss. Jay, what's up, dude? I'm legit kind of mad. I'm running hot. let's say let's go in order we'll we'll save that for the end but so this is gonna this is a little bonus episode um so this this is gonna be shorter than our our usual episodes but um just real quick we are brought to you by our favorite podcast network the podcast network that we call home blue wire and please 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 don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you download your podcasts and if you're one of our fantastic apple podcast users please rate us five stars on apple Podcasts. and if you're feeling spicy like tonight leave a review and if you're feeling
1: extra spicy follow us on twitter start start interacting with us on twitter on instagram uh you can follow us at doesn't matter pod that's pod with a zero you can follow us on instagram it doesn't matter podcast if you want to follow me specifically and get the best takes on the internet you can follow me at jeremy A. Loss. <laughs> and four. if you want to follow ben and get the worst takes on the internet you can follow him at cruise control
0: that's control the k uh, I don't like. I don't like you like this. This is. <laughs> I don't like me and Jeremy, um, but I, I see where you're coming from. So there is no main event. We're just we just have SmackDown to talk about. So we're just gonna dive right in. It was the premiere, the big 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 premiere of SmackDown on Fox. They they've been talking about this for a long long time and they, now. They
1: brought up all the bells and whistles. I mean, they did the blue carpet, huge, and then and then they revealed that gorgeous gorgeous new set. Oh, it's I mean, fantastic! That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was at first a little upset that they didn't bring the fist back, but what <laughs> they did bring back is just next level. I mean, it looks, it looks like a major pay per view set. They had the pyro to go on top of it. It just looks gorgeous. Fact, I don't know how it's
0: yeah. Fox unleashed their entire bank account
1: <laughs> to yeah, uh, the like,
0: and company. The one thing I'm worried about is like, how is this gonna travel? Because
1: not every not every arena is as big and as like open as Staples.
0: So yeah, like, it'll be interesting. That's that's actually a good point. Um, I don't know if if it can be if it's sustainable moving across the country, but hey, I mean maybe that's a challenge. Maybe again, Fox might have given them the bag and said, "Do what you got to do, pay yeah. what you got to pay." So uh, I guess we'll we'll see next week. But you're you right. Mean, that, it's a phenomenal pho- phenomenal stage.
1: I mean that set just makes the raw set look minuscule. Yeah. I mean that's looks, crazy to me.
0: Yeah, that's that USA versus Fox money man, um, but let's let's do a quick rundown. Let's just uh, well, I think we're just going to talk about the biggest the biggest points because there's there's a lot of talking points for this. I don't think we're going to get too into the weeds um, here. But my God, we we have to start with the first segment of the show. Which by the way, Becky Lynch, the first person that these Fox viewers see is Becky Lynch. Huge already off the bat. Um, yeah. She, they gave be,
1: her the biggest rub of all time. Huge. Of all be, time.
0: Because, so, first, Corbin comes out, um, and so you're like, okay, cool. This is, like, arguably, like, one of their biggest heels in the game right now. Like, that's good to give him this shine, um, introduce him to the, you know, the mainstream audience super early. But then they did it. I, I We all knew he was coming. We all knew our boy, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, was coming. But for him to come out in that first segment, I popped like I was friggin' 10 years old again. <laughs> it, it, I, my wife took a picture of me uh, because I was just, we were actually watching in the car because we were driving home from uh, a little uh, a little happy hour to, to, you know, pre-game happy hour for SmackDown. Um, and, you know, we, we got caught in some traffic. But, oh, my God, it, The Rock, Becky Lynch, Baron Corbin segment was exactly what you think it was. It was phenomenal.
1: I mean, that's the, to be honest, that's a perfect way to start off this run on Fox is a you get your biggest star who's becky lynch it's without a question she's the biggest star in the company right now absolutely you have your biggest heel the person who just won king of the ring who is who gets the most heat from anybody in baron corbin and then you bring back your biggest star outside of stone cold steve austin and you really just push it over and i I mean big ups to the rock for a um giving becky and corbin the rub like he just made them both look huge so I mean that was great, uh, and I thought that was just the perfect way to do it. And, and the Rock obviously doesn't miss a beat. He comes back, he plays the hits. Everybody loves it. He gives the Rock Bottom, gives the People's Elbow. Move on. We're on. We're on the way. Like this is this is exactly how you're supposed to start it. And then you get to the 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 Four Horsewomen match, which actually was pretty solid
0: yeah it was it was really good uh, they obviously didn't have a ton of time uh given you know the new constraints with, with the network but um i still think they were able all four of them were able to kind of show what they were able to do um and you know given putting charlotte over was actually pretty surprising because obviously Be- and maybe they were trying to give her and becky equal share i guess if you will because i thought they were going to have becky um get the win there since she did kick off the entire show but you know i given it to charlotte she she has done all the press kind of leading up to this episode or to this show to this episode um so th- that did kind of make sense then was followed up by the F- a firefly funhouse segment which then led to a seth rollins nakamura match which was then interrupted by, by our boy fiend. our other boy the fiend
1: i gotta um, I, can, I can't imagine if you haven't watched Raw or SmackDown, you're just a casual viewer, like checking in to SmackDown on Fox, and you see the Fiend. Like I can't imagine what your reaction is. Like it's that's fucking terrifying.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's horrifying. Uh, if you're not, if you haven't been abreast of like what and who this guy is, it's. Uh, you know, now when, our, um, you know, we, we, Raw and SmackDown are kind of around, on around the same time when we're putting our daughter to bed. And whenever The Fiend comes on, my wife just grabs our, our daughter and just, put you know, rushes to the other room. Because he is objectively
1: <laughs> terrifying.
0: terrifying. Yeah. Like, peop- there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be him for Halloween. And I'm staying away from those people. Because if you have made a conscious decision to go down <laughs> this route, I, I don't know if we should interact as
1: humans. So, so to be honest here, I've actually thought about it. I kind of want to be the fiend for Halloween.
0: Dude, you have two kids. What the hell I know, are they going to be? be I know. I'm going to scare the
1: shit out of some neighborhood kids.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Just run around as the fiend. Uh, but I thought that was great. But a little side. I love Seth. I'm a big Seth guy. He needs to just put his, he needs to like walk with his back to a wall until sunday because he keeps getting attacked from behind and he keeps putting himself in these positions where you're just susceptible to attack and he knows the fiend is going to pop up behind him so it's like a horror film that you're you like screaming at the tv like why don't you f around what are you doing like and why don't you like the moment you hear
1: the lights drop just book it out the arena run for your life like right don't exactly even, like, just, full heel they do the whole like standing there looking around and shit like just run like just go it's, but yeah. like <clears throat> i think it's I think it's great that they put him on they put the fiend on Fox. I think this is just kind of like furthering it that like I think we're gonna see a new Universal Champion on Sunday. I hope we oh, do. A thousand percent. I mean yeah, yeah. I, I don't see how you can have him lose at the way that he's been attacking and just mauling people. So I mean I, I'm ready for the Fiend Universal Champion. I, I don't know how that's gonna work with come um the draft. I don't know if they're gonna end up like switching belts or something like that. I don't know if like Will they make sure that the Universal Champion stays on Raw because of the red belt?
0: I don't know. I mean, you know, they like to put out the fact that everyone is kind of eligible to be drafted. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did flip it um, and they did flip the belts. And then, I mean, there's nothing stopping them from changing the color of the belt, right? Like, they they obviously made it red because it was on Raw. um, But at this point like if they flip it the draft is a good reason to do it and they can just change the color i don't know if they can make it black i don't know if they'd make it blue because that'd be kind of cheesy but i'm sure there's some make it green like the 24-7 belt can take a different color (laughs) like we we there's there's plenty of options but that's a good uh you know good thought um i guess we'll see come next week but that was all followed by which ended up being a great match. Shane versus Kevin Owens with the loser being fired. And obviously that was on air fired. Um, a lot of high spots in this match. Shane obviously yeah. went coast to coast with the ladder. He hit his patent, patent elbow drop from the top rope through the announce table. Um, and then Kevin Owens ended it with a power bomb onto a ladder Shane's back if, if there's anyone I don't want to be going into tomorrow it's Shane McMahon's back because my <laughs> god even even he hurt himself like that yeah. powerbomb looked brutal but that coast to coast I think he hurt himself more than he hurt KO like a thousand percent
1: yeah I mean nobody's taken more bumps than like more hellacious bumps than <laughs> he has in the past yeah. 20 years so I mean big ups to him I, I'm happy that he is quote-unquote fired and, and we may be getting out of this shane mcmahon shadow on uh, on smackdown i will say this i don't know if it was if it was just my stream or your or everybody's stream but like when shane and ko went through the table they went to commercial and then they came back and shane was on a ladder and i was like wait what the hell like it just seemed like they made a a lot of progress
0: yeah yeah yeah. during the
1: commercial break i don't know if it was just my stream or everybody else's but it was a little weird
0: no, it was definitely weird. I think they were just, I mean, ladder matches aren't really made for network TV, in my opinion. Like, they're made for pay-per-views where you can kind of mess with the time a little bit and you don't have to end exactly at that time. So I think they were just, they were going at the pace they were going. Um, and they kind of had to move, actually move a little faster because they they obviously can't go over as much, um, you know, now that they're on Fox. So, um, but it ended up being, you know, a really, really solid match. I thought there was going to be a little bit more shenan- shenanigans involved. Um, but it just ended super clean KO got up the ladder really quick at the end mm-hmm. uh, surprisingly it was like oh yeah this is how normal people actually climb up ladders so you know that was that was really cool to see next what up was an eight-man tag match which was a kind of a whatever match the, the real high spot if you will of this match uh, was them teasing a future match between Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury who by the way Decided to wear a blazer and chest hair to uh, to ringside at SmackDown. Very I mean, strange quite decision. Fit. Quite a fit. Quite a fit is definitely the apt way to describe it because I don't know if I liked it. Um, I, I think I liked the the brashness of it. Uh, and, and, you know, the shock value. I don't know if I would actually, like, if I looked in the mirror as, you know, and saw that, I'd be like, I should maybe at least put a T-shirt on. You know what I'm saying? Just just, no, I'm, just uh, let, the, f-
1: let the chest hair fly. Right, let right. it fly. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm all, f- I mean, it was a ridiculous se- segment. I mean, it just looked super forced, which, I mean, to be honest, every time you have an outside personality that's not in the business, like, it always looks super forced. But this one was kind of extra. Uh, though, with that said, I'd be fucking totally into ron Strowman versus tyson fury and bringing back uh brawl for all yeah for, yeah. for mania yeah. fuck it up let's do it let's get weird they're, um, they're, i mean <laughs> th- i
0: mean that was a great way to introduce you know a mainstream another mainstream athlete mainstream athlete into uh this show um with with tyson fury so that was really smart on there and i'm sure they paid him <laughs> a decent amount of money to engage bag, yeah. yeah yeah that's that that fox money Ooh,
1: yeah but let, uh, let's let's so so we we want to keep this short. We're running out of time. I'm. I say let's just skip the Roman. Uh, Roman no, I'm thing. with you.
0: It was a, it was a pointless match. They're having the match on Sunday. They were just really and the lumberjack aspect. They were just trying to get as many superstars as possible, like in on front TV. of the camera. Yeah. So, so w-
1: what we need to talk about is the last ten minutes of this show. Oh boy! Because oh. this show was going really really well. So, like, so it was a uh, bright and, show. and then context, it just went off the rails.
0: As context, we are recording this minutes after like the show's literally just ended and we we fired up the mics we, we we're, we're back so we these emotions are just they're they're fresh so go ahead jay i'm sorry so like cut you
1: okay so like this show was great it went completely off the rails for one how fucking dirty did they do kofi kingston the worst that was oh my god like and i'm i've, I've myself was like i'm into brock winning the championship that's fine but you just had a champ that beat a whole bunch of other wrestlers, has been a really strong champion for the past Great six champion, months, lose champion. in five seconds. He, he jumped. How they, disrespectful is that?
0: They had and, the best moment of, of WrestleMania, the guy who had that, and they had him job out to a guy, a part-timer.
1: Unbelievable. So unbelievably disrespectful. And then you have the surprise come out, which is former UFC champion Cain Velasquez, which I'm very much into. And he's an incredible up and coming green, super green wrestler. And you have him come out and do a, a quick segment where he takes Brock down, beats him up for a little bit, and then they stare down for the past, for the end, last five minutes of the show. They are literally staring at each other, telling each other to come on. What a waste of five minutes. And what a waste of Kofi's championship run! You could, you don't need to drop the belt. You don't need Kofi to drop the belt for Brock to feud with Kane. You don't. There's a natural rivalry there because all you have to say is Kane is the guy that whooped Brock's ass in UFC. There's your, there's your angle. Period. You don't need a belt. You yeah, wasted so, Kofi Kingston.
0: So with that, we we kind of talked about this on air, and then we we realized we should probably save it for the pod, but so i was doing some fancy booking in my head because i realized going into you know tonight basically looking ahead to hell in a cell which is two days away that there is no wwe title match scheduled for that show right which is super weird the title is usually always on the line at, at these pay-per-views especially hell in a cell and so obviously they were waiting to see the outcome of this maybe um because this was booked first but like in my head I'm thinking, okay, Brock squashes Kofi in a very very disrespectful way, but do they then flip it, put the belt back on Kofi at Hell in a Cell, you know, like no. they can book a rematch off 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 air or whatever, and then that pushes a Kane Velasquez Brock feud, you know, moving down the line because I don't think they need the title for that to be interesting. Do they? No, like No, they don't
1: need they don't need the title at all for it to be interesting, but you can't you can't automatically diminish Brock now. Brock's the the only person that can take Brock down <clears throat> at this moment is Kane. There's no way you can have him lose and still have him be. What a, what if
0: what if Kane costs him the title? You know, not I the mean, new day, but maybe the, you know. If you want to light, pour some gasoline on this fire, let's have Kane cost him the title, um, and and get I mean, Kofi his, get, get Kofi the belt back. I, I mean, think. that's
1: that's that's a decent way to do it. I think it would make more sense if you put Ray in there and have. Kane um, or have Brock have Brock versus Ray and then have Kane cost Brock the title and have Ray win it because then That's there's a more natural feel. Um, but I mean, I don't think you can have Brock just lose clean uh, up until Mania when they actually do this match. Um, because it's just it, it's it's going to diminish any kind of um, result that you get and, and it's just that it's going to take away the value from Kane's debut. So I, I think They've kind of put themselves, in it. they've backed themselves into a corner here, and it's really like it's unfortunate because I mean they really just wasted a really good title run of Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I mean he was, and he has, he and unless he, where does he go if they don't put him in a title match? Where does he go?
0: See, that's why my other thing is like they, I don't think they've thought about where they're gonna put him. Um, they've literally laid no other groundwork for him. Um, and teased any other storyline? Like, there, there's been no you know everyone's been clamoring for that new day breakup there's been no inklings of that um so i i feel like they have to put him back in the title picture right like they can't or give him back the title and then you know have everyone else chase him again because he's he's done really really well as the champion and again there's just no there's no other secondary spot where i can see him fitting like i them three as the tag champs again like that doesn't excite me as after you've been the world champ a really really good world champ from for six months like that that doesn't do anything for me so it, it's really i'll be interested interested to see what they do with that picture for uh, you know moving forward especially in the next couple of days because i do think they have to do something with the world title belt um come sunday so and and maybe that'll kind of kind of counterbalance the fiend winning uh the universal title you know at least so like a face quote unquote on one end and, and the, you know quote unquote heel on the other kind of being you know your title holders on the two main shows. But I, I just think they have to make it up to Kofi somehow. I, I think that that's like the only way you could have sold him on that, right? If you're Vince mm-hmm. and Triple H or creative, you know you're like, look, you're gonna job out tonight. We're really sorry. there's gonna be a lot of people watching this. But we'll give you back the strap on Sunday. I, that's just like, I'm just, maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe you're right. And it's just going to be, they're going to go back to the well a little bit and just have Brock as the, you know, the absentee champion. But I hope not because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm so over that. And I think most people are as well.
1: Yeah, I, I think most people are. But I, I think to start, I, I think it is, it's good business because he is your most I I would say notable star like people like casual fans just know who he is yep so I I think it makes sense to keep him as the champion um for a few weeks um before he goes off and goes on vacation I think I don't I I think he'll he'll show up for the next few weeks just like I think that might have been like a deal that they made like hey we're gonna be on Fox you're gonna be the champion we need you to show up for the first month and then you can go away and come back whenever you want
0: (sighs) wow I I was I was still in shock a little bit about that ending. Um and I'm glad we did it's we a, fired it's up a, to record.
1: It's a damn shame that it ended that way because it was a really good show. And I, was, I feel I feel bad for excellent for show. Kofi. So yeah, I, I mean,
0: mean r- before before we wrap up real quick, just kind of uh, big picture stuff. We we talked about the stage earlier and just kind of how it felt bigger. It felt you know really aesthetically pleasing, like a pay per view set. Um, it, it just felt everything just felt bigger. There was a pre show, right? Like they only, they do that with the NFL. They uh, Aaron Andrews, Aaron freaking Andrews, um, was interviewing people backstage. She was interviewing the New Day backstage. Like that's she's. She's on Dancing with the Stars. she's the, on the A A team for uh, um, NFL Sundays like that's that's just huge so this whole thing just felt I, I, I made a joke about this on Twitter. It was like this felt 10 times bigger than SmackDown on USA and like a hundred times bigger than when it was on sci-fi. So yeah. they're really making strides here and and Fox, you know they've they're really going for it and, and you know you know kudos to them um, because I mean
1: it's going to be the real test is going to come. Two three weeks from now, when yep. the shine has kind of worn off, and there's not going to be as many like <clears throat> there's not going to be as many eyeballs, yep. and there's not going to be they're not going to push it as much. Like Aaron Andrews is not going to be there every week. I nope. don't know if they're going to be doing a pre show every week though. So, um, so like, this was very special. It was it was it was a huge moment in wrestling. But the true test is going to come two three weeks from now, when they are in some random ass town. And having to push Friday Night SmackDown with, uh, with no pay per view to lead up to, like those middling those those middle weeks between pay per views is going to be the real test because yep. that's when like storylines are the driest, like things are kind of down. So it's we'll see how it goes from from in a few weeks. So, but as of I, right now, like it was a, an okay start.
0: That's why you know everything you just said very much applies also to a to AEW dynamite right like yep so i think you know everyone naturally wants to compare dynamite with nxt because you know it's the quote-unquote wednesday night wars they're running on the same days you want to compare you know those viewership numbers i think the the matchup to watch is dynamite versus smackdown because they're literally starting kind of at the same points right and obviously wwe or smackdown excuse me has a has a little bit of a lead. Um, mm-hmm. ahead because you know they, they have a built-in audience already but i think that's going to be interesting to see because you know will they will dynamite fall off in two to three weeks who knows um but man it's w- dude what's crazy also as we wrap here we're not even done yet we have freaking hell in a cell on sunday
1: i know man this this week's crazy it's been super long
0: it, it's 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 been very very long um, but uh, as always, thank you so much all for, uh, for listening, for downloading this. Uh, what am I, what am I, what am I going to title this? Like the Smackdown snacker? I don't know. That sounds a little weird. Smackdown sounds- snacker. I like it. we are like going it? with it. All right, cool. Yep. We're the going Smackdown with it. snacker. Uh, thank you all so much for the love that you've shown for the, our George Kittle episode. People, people, people have been digging that. been getting a lot of good feedback on that. So if you haven't heard that one yet, and this is the first one you're listening to of the week, uh, go check out, we interviewed your boy, George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers. But we're, uh, we're going to, while we still uh, are coming down off this high of this crazy SmackDown episode, we are going to wrap it up. And if there's another wrestling podcast out there that It recapped- doesn't matter what your
1: podcast is called. I'm going to go chug a White Claw.
0: Oh, th- that felt so much more like aggressive from your heart because of the rock. The rock was here today. I know. Tonight. I felt it. Oh, man. All right, everyone. Thanks, and we will catch you in a few days. Peace. Later.